how Hashem runs and governs quite literally the Bria. Remember, Hashgacha is that which Hashem is involved, interested, personally involved, personally interested, tracks the Bria, maintains the Bria, and will make those adjustments in the Bria, whether in hidden or open ways, when it needs to be adjusted. We saw there's two different ways that that can happen. Either globally, the, the, some, uh, the, 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 the Bria needs to be tilted a bit, adjusted a bit for a certain aspect of the Bria itself to realize its goal, or people, individuals, and, and groups of people and nations maybe need to be dealt with in a, a level of scharva einish, reward and punishment based on what they've been doing with their Bechira. And both of these interactions are always about guiding the world, making sure it's on course towards achieving its goal and the objective for which the Rebbe created it. Now we're going to see in Vav, a very specific way of how that is actually managed. Perikvav v'seder ha The process through which Hashem meets out hashgacha and Hashem, how Hashem deals with the Brio. Specifically, what is that process? So this is something very fascinating over here. Aleph, Sidra ha'adoyim baruchu. The master of the universe, blessed be he, arranged. The entire way within which the world is governed and is dealt with. Whether that is dealing in kind with the actions of the Bali Bechir in this world, dealing with them in a, a, according to and corresponding to their actions, of those who are accountable for their actions, whether that is making decisions up in the realm of Hashgacha, they have to do with innovating things into this world, introducing things into this world, and dealing with this world uh, in, in, in terms of what's just in this world. Now, what does that mean? What's this, what are these two different uh, a- a categories that the Ramchal just established? Those are the two categories that exactly parallel what we just mentioned, that Hashgacha will always break down along the lines of Hashgacha vis-a-vis Balei Bechira and Hashgacha vis-a-vis the Bria. Hashgacha vis-a-vis the Balei Bechira is the people in this world, they have Bechira, and Hashem has to deal with them based on their Bechira. Hashem knows when you're good, Hashem knows when you're bad. And when you're good, you have to be dealt with in a certain way. When you're bad, you have to be dealt with in a certain way. And that's very complicated, very complex, and all the things that have to be taken into account, as we've seen already many times. That is Hashgacha Ishes Hashgacha, that's the deal Hashem's involvement and interaction with and tracking and monitoring and and and, and um, dealing with the Bria when it comes to what a person is deserving of based on his Bechira. But then there's Hashem's Hashgacha involvement in the Bria based on the Bria. That Hashem sees the Bria is, again, this will ultimately be as a result of man and mankind and mankind's decisions. But in a secondary way, Hashem sees that the the Bria overall creation is being threatened in a certain way. Uh, a certain aspect of the Bria is 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 being threatened, or or um, needs to be enhanced, or needs to be suppressed for that aspect of that Bria to be actualized and to come out in the way that Hashem wants. So that's Hashgacha vis-a-vis the Bria. Why would the Bria need something innovated, suppressed, enhanced, augmented? Why couldn't it? Why wouldn't it be working like clockwork on its own, which it ought to be? As we just mentioned, that will be certainly due to a secondary effect of man's own actions. But here we're not dealing directly in kind with bechira, but we're dealing with like cleanup of like what has to be uh, tended to in the bria in terms of the secondary effects of man's actions 
that man is, as a result of their actions, they are bringing spiritual damage to areas of the Bria that are corresponding to physical damage to the areas of the Bria. And the Rebbe says, well, to make sure that the, this area of the Bria I still need in order for the world to get towards its completion and conclusion and completion, right? So we still need that to be taken care of. So that will be Hashgacha. Hashem will get involved over there. Or maybe the Bri is not deserving of a certain um, facet of the Bri right now. Again, the Rebbe will get involved over there. But that's Hashgacha. Ish is Hashgacha. Hashgacha is a... Okay, so where's the Ramchal going with, with introducing these categories again? Says the Ramchal, the Rebbe arranged a system within which that how do we deal with all the Hashgacha, all the involvement that Hashem has with this world? It's dealt with in a very specific and interesting, fascinating type of framework, and that is. All the decisions and the adjudications and the and and the analyses of what's going to be with all aspects of the Bri and how we're going to determine Ashkacha is governed the same way decisions are governed down here. It's the same way we see high-level decisions being make, made down here that have to do with people, that have to do with countries, that have to do with corporations. <coughs> That's how they're made upstairs as well in heaven. V'chein Amruzal Chazal mentioned this idea, The kingdom on high is run and governed akin to how the kingdom below is run and governed. You want to know how things work up in the heavens? Get a cook, look around to see how things are run down here, and that gives you an insight into understanding how the Malchusa Da'ara works. They parallel one another. Okay, so the lower lower authorities, lower authorities are an insight into how higher authorities work. What does that mean specifically with regards to Hashkacha? Hashem's involvement, decisions, and maintaining the Bria. What aspect of Malchusa Da'ara are we shooting for here? Decisions and policies are set up above via different systems of courts and judges. There are court systems, court circuits, judges, and different circuits of judges, different districts of judges, and different groups and, and combinations of judges and courts uh, in, the, in the realm realms above, just as they are down here. In called drachem v'chukaisem, with how they operate, how they run things, and how they make decisions. Okay, so that's a big thought over here and a big idea. The Ramchal is saying that Hashgacha is, and this is a bit of a counterintuitive idea, and this maybe throws us for a bit of a, a, bit of a loop, because if we would have, you know, been given a pen from the Ramchal, and we would be writing the continuation of the same from the Ramchal, would tell us to write the next few paragraphs, how does Hashem run Hashgacha, Hashem make his decisions, Hashem decide, determine what's going to be with everything down here. So Hashem knows what's going on, Hashem knows what's best, Hashem knows what the world needs. Hashem knows what the world needs. And based on what the world needs, Hashem, you know, makes that computation, makes that analysis. Hashem is fully aware of everything. Hashem is 
is fully, fully, fully keeping track and cognizant of all the details, Hashem is personally overseeing everything and making all the decisions. It's not the case. It's not the case. There are numerous court systems up in the heavens with numerous judges, heavenly judges, that preside over these over over numerous cases that are there to that are there to deal with myriads and myriads of situations, people, bechira, and depend decisions that are made down here, aspects of the universe that have to be kept in line, and they and and, and all those decisions. Excuse me. We have heavenly courts, heavenly systems, heavenly judges that are charged with making those decisions that are presiding over them. What's the Rebbeinu's role? Does he have a role? Is he involved? Did he give, hand everything over to the to the Malachim, to these to these angelic uh, angelic judge, judges in the justice system? So that is going to be developed as we go through this parak. Parak Vav is going to be giving us the details, the ins and outs, when Hashem maintains an involvement, how he maintains that involvement, where he is involved, where he isn't involved. We'll, we'll, we'll see that yet. Um, but what's very clear right now, in the meantime, is that there is a system of justices, judges, and rulings that are happening in the heavenly courts that is happening not just based on the say-so of Hashem himself, of the Rebbein Shalom himself. The question that we'll have to address then, and they'll have to you know, really come to some clarity with, is why? Why isn't it just Hashem? Why did Hashem set it up this way? So we can know there's this idea of but why? Yes, it's true. Chazal make this statement. The heavenly uh, realm operates according to the earthly realm. And in the earthly realm, I see systems of courts and justices and different circuits and different circles and different levels, different districts. But to tell me that since our sages have a line that uh, they've just made an observation, things work up there the same way they work down here, that is why Hashem did that. Like that, that, that That's not so satisfactory in, in, in us wanting to have an answer over here. Why isn't it just Hashem? It's certainly not because Hashem is incapable. Hashem is, is capable of, of anything. If Hashem can create the universe, Hashem certainly can preside over the universe. Hashem is tracking and is fully aware, as the Ramchal has told us, and as we know from all the Svarim HaKadoshim, Hashem is fully aware of everything that's happening at all times, and from all people, all decisions, and all motivations going into all decisions, Hashem is certainly capable of adjudicating everything, and judging everything. Why then do we find that there is a system of courts and justices and judges? So we'll have to yet answer that, but let's go a little bit further in the paragraph. Does that? Says the Ramchal. Hashem has arranged different courts. Different courts. And there's not just one court in the heavens either. The same way there isn't just one court down here. You have different districts. You have different levels. You have, you know, the, the, the um, city courts. You have state courts. You have the Supreme Court. Different districts. Different judges. Meaning who's, who's on duty then? Which, which, which circuit are you in? There are different, same exact thing up in Shemayim. They are all being run by and and are presided over by Nimsayim Ruchnim, spiritual, spiritual beings. These judges are spiritual entities. The Madregas Yeduais Uvestarim Yeduim. 
different levels, different aspects, and different ways of dealing with things. Exactly like we have down here. You know, someone has a case, a court case is going to court. He asks his buddy, like, who's, who, which judge am I getting today? You know, that, that judge, that's just a real hardliner, that judge. You know, this judge, you, you get a parking ticket, this judge can't, is, is, is a bicyclist. This judge hates cars. No, she, she, you're gonna forget it. You're gonna get a whopping ticket over there. There's no mercy for, for, for anyone that gets uh, parking tickets in that court, or you know, oh, this judge, he's a real softy. You know, he, 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 just tell him you have a dog. He's a dog lover. You know, you come in and tell him you have a dog. You'll, 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 uh, you know, the case will get thrown out. So different judges do things in different ways over here and have different soft spots and have different ways of looking at things, and you can have conservative judges. You can have more liberal judges. You can have combinations of judges that have a, a harsher take on things. You can have combinations of judges that when they get together, they have a more merciful, favorable way of looking at things. So that's what's going on in Shemaim. That's Madrigas Yeduas, Uvistarm Yeduim. Shlifneim Yearchu Kol and Yonim These different combinations of judges, different panels, different courts that we have up in the heavens are in charge of judging all the cases that come their way, and that is presiding over all matters that are happening down here. Presiding over matters that have to do with man and man's bechira, judging individuals down here and individual cases, and judging worldly cases, things that have to do with the Bri itself, the world itself. Based on the verdict, the verdict and the ruling of these systems above, of these heavenly judges in the heavenly courts, that is what is applied down here, and that's what's carried out down here. Kamaisham or Daniel, as Daniel says in Sefer Daniel, so Daniel has his vision, and he sees in his vision the arrangements of the, uh, of the heavenly courts, the angels presiding over cases up there, and Daniel observed the matter was determined by by the edict, by the decree of Iran of the of the Malachim, of the angels. So Daniel had a glimpse of this through his Ruach HaKadosh of the heavenly court system. Because that's the end of Simon Aleph. I don't think we're going to continue to Simon Bay today, but let's just maybe start to get the ball rolling over here. So Ramchal is telling us that everything is determined in Shemaim by the, 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 the verdict and the decree and the ruling of these Batei Dinim, the heavenly court system. It's not, not as we would have thought, as HaKadosh Baruch Himself, which is donning everything, HaKadosh Baruch Himself, which is presiding over everything, and HaKadosh Baruch Himself, which is determining everything and having the final call and the final shot, which is we would have thought it should have worked that way. Rather, there are numerous, and innumerable, in fact, Batei Dinim, court systems, district circuits, judges going on in Shemaim that are in charge of all the myriad cases that are going on down here. Now, why is it like that? It's not because the Rebbe is incapable. He's, he's Hakol Yochel, he's Hakol Yodei. He knows everything. He's capable of everything. If he create everything, like we said, he certainly is capable of judging everything. So the opening question has to be, why would HaKash Baruch Hu set up the system in such a way that he's not personally judging everything, that he gives it over to the Malachim to judge? And what is his involvement? That, the, the second question, we'll see the Ramchal, we'll get to that as we continue Mitzvah Hashem over the course of the week. The involvement that HaKadosh Baruch Hu reserves for himself. But why is it that he's giving things over to, to the Malachim? Why, why is that the case? Why, why should he do that? Um, 
and there's obviously not not an arbitrary move over here. Um, the Bri is bedafka set up in such a way that it's the um, it's the malachim that are doing things as opposed to Hashem. It, it, it's more complicated than it needs to be. Could have been less complicated. There's clearly some plan by design over here that it has to be this way. So let's return to the Ramchal's line that he gave us. The heavenly the heavenly realm is a reflection of the earthly realm. And what we see down here is an insight into what's going on up there. We see down here that we have courts, multiple courts, different levels of courts, and different systems of courts. And that's an insight into what's going on in Shemaim. Not only it's not Hashem presiding over the, everything, it, it's, it's, it's Hashem's system of courts that are, that are run by and governed by the Malachim, but there's many, many, many levels and many systems and many, many circles and circuits. Why is it, Taka, that down here, it's not the Melech himself, the king himself that presides over everything? Why is it not the king himself? Maybe he doesn't want to do it. Why would he not want to do it? Now, it would be easy to say, well, because he doesn't have time, right? But that's obviously not going to be sufficient when it comes to Akash Baruch Hu. doesn't have to deal with time. He'd say, because the king can't be bothered, that's also not going to be good in advance. So let's say you have a king down here that has, that has, um, <clears throat> unlimited, time right? unlimited time on his hands, unlimited um, patience, unlimited abilities just to sit and judge every single case. Now, why isn't the king doing it himself? The king, if anyone knows how to run the country, it's the king. If anyone knows, you know, what the ultimate goal and the plan of everything is, it's the king. So why wouldn't the king do it himself? Yeah, the king wouldn't do it himself, even if he has unlimited time. What if he delegates, on purpose delegates this to, to us, to, to people, to, to self-govern and be responsible for the... The king down here? Self, self-governing. The king down here? What, what, are, you, what are you asking? Uh, are you answering my question? Yes. So the question is, the king down here, he would, he would, why wouldn't he do that? He wouldn't do that. Why wouldn't he do that? No, the mortal king wouldn't. But why not? But Even if he has unlimited time. Why wouldn't he govern? Everything. Why wouldn't he micro-govern every single case that comes his way? The speeding tickets and the parking tickets and the red, and red light violations and the dog barking in the one, middle of the one, night. One, one of the things, might, he might think that it's below him, the almighty, not, not almighty, he is so powerful that to deal with dog, dog barking and tickets, it's below him. Below his dignity. Yeah. So that's why Hashem isn't doing it? Because it's below no, Hashem's dignity? No, no. My idea was that, uh, it might sound silly, but what if Hashem decides to give us the reign and govern themselves, uh, ourselves? And then deal with the consequences of, of this self-government. Good. That's a, that's a nice direction you're exploring, but that's not going to help us with the Ramchal, because with the Ramchal's giving us as a system where we're, we're not we're not in charge of delegating of, of, of governing ourselves. It's the Malachim that are in charge of us. So we need we need some kind of insight that's going to allow us to come back to the system that Hashem set up, which is that there's Malachim in charge of us. The, the Malachim preside over these courts, um, not man himself. So it's not self-governing. It's there are, there are higher powers. There's powers between Hashem and us. So that's we need we need something that's gonna be able to bring us back to there. But the answer is like this. The reason why the king um, is not going to get involved in every single case, he's not gonna micro govern. Not because he doesn't have the answer. Of course he has the answers. Nobody knows better than the king, you know, 
what the rules are, what the laws are, and what the objective of the entire kingdom is, and how that has to show up in every single little micro law that all these micro cases have to be micro governed for. The king knows better than everyone. The king's not getting involved though because not everything is negate to the king, to the king himself. Meaning, many of these cases are relevant to different levels of the king's kingdom. The king set up his kingdom such a way that he has, um, you know, let's say tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of subjects, and he has levels of power in between himself and those subjects that are in charge with managing those subjects, that are in charge with, with, with um, looking after the best interests and the needs of those subjects. And there are areas where he will sometimes himself step in and get personally involved. And that is when something is relevant not just to what he has delegated his, his um, you know, his, his, uh, to, to his subjects, not just what he's given over to his, to the, his, his, um, his vice, vice presidents and his managers, but something he's negated the king himself, that's when he will personally get involved in terms of, of, of um, overseeing and running the affairs of his country, of his realm. It, it's the same thing when it comes to judgment, therefore. The, the red light violation and the, 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 the speeding offense and the, the parking ticket, the guy who legally parked, the king doesn't get involved because that's not something that is so significant and so important that it makes ripples that shake the king himself and the king's office, at the king's throne, the king's throne room. It, it affects a, certainly affects part of the kingdom, but a very small, minor infraction is affecting a small, minor part of the kingdom. And the king says, okay, the part of my kingdom where that affects, that's who will deal with this. That's who will deal with this. I don't need to deal with this because it didn't affect, you know, where I sit, where I observe the entire kingdom. It, it, it's not making its way all the way up there. But nothing affects Nothing affects HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but things are relevant to where HaKadosh Baruch Hu is. It's not relevant to where I am, all the way sitting on my throne, you know, a, a speeding ticket, and, and you hope it's over there, but it doesn't affect me on my throne. It doesn't, it's not relevant to where I'm sitting over here. Therefore, I'll let, you know, the Yehobit the, the circuit, they'll deal with over there. They're more than equipped to deal with it. That's why the king down here, a king of Basar Vadam, a mortal king is not going to get involved in every single case. He's not going to micro-govern. Because not, not, beneath his dignity was a good starting point, but it really goes beyond that. It's, it's, it's not something that is relevant to him. Not something that's relevant to his position, relevant to where he is sitting and uh, the throne that he occupies. So it sounds like the most damaging thing to this world or things to this world would be what would be relevant for him. Most damaging Dictators. or most... Or, or most constructive, could go both ways, right? Destructive or constructive, correct. So this is the beginning of understanding why the Rebbeinu Shalaylam is setting up these systems of Malachim. Is much of what goes down, on down here is limited in its scope to limited areas of the Bria and limited to um, those areas 
of the malachim of the kaiches that are already delegated and already charged to deal with those limited areas of the bria. They're the ones that are going to deal with it. It, it, it's being that it's not relevant all the way to the Kisei HaKavid, it won't be HaKadosh Baruch Hu by the Kisei HaKavid that's personally dealing with it. Um, that's a very, very, very broad idea. It's an idea that has to be polished up quite a lot because it breaks down into two or three sub-ideas and, or mini-ideas why Hashem will have Malachim deal with people as opposed to Hashem himself, why Hashem will have Malachim judge people as opposed to Hashem himself. Again, there's two or three sub-ideas that are beneath the surface over here. Maybe we'll, we'll continue with that tomorrow. In the meantime, the broader, more generalized idea today is Hashem doesn't deal with everything personally. Hashem has systems of heavenly judges deal with it because not everything is immediately relevant in the negate to Hashem personally. Things may be more immediately relevant to systems of malachim and kaiches, and therefore Hashem will have those malachim judge them. Why will What determines when something is relevant to Hashem personally? Why will Hashem say, this will be relegated, not to me, but to malachim to deal with? What, what's that determining fact? Again, those are the two or three sub-ideas, which will mute Hashem continue with this tomorrow. And uh, in the meantime, everyone should have a wonderful, wonderful today. Thank you.